0: hello hey I'm Haley and, and we are, are wrestling wine down. down on this episode we'll be
1: talking about superstar shakeup and where everyone ended up we'll also be covering the word on the street where exactly is Sasha banks as well as covering a question that we asked you guys on Twitter so grab your glass of wine we're going in for the three count. 16 superstars made the jump to Monday Night Raw this week, including AJ Styles, The Miz, Ricochet, Alistair Black, Eric, Ivar, Andrade, Zelina Vega, Rey Mysterio, Jimmy and Jey Uso, Naomi, EC3, Miss Southern herself, Lacey Evans, Eric Young, and Cedric Alexander.
0: There's some interesting feuds and... Alliances that are going to come out from this. I definitely agree?
1: agree. Yes. So, the one that I was
0: shocked about is the Viking experience. I don't think anyone was expecting that. Out of everyone that I thought would have come to Raw from NXT, it definitely wasn't
1: them. What a letdown. Now, I'm not saying that about the actual tag team themselves, the Viking experience is actually the current NXT tag team champions. War Raiders, who made their main roster debut on Raw. Vince McMahon decided that he wanted to change their name and gave them the Viking experience. Myself, including the whole rest of wrestling Twitter, was just like, what the hell are you thinking, Vince? Did a little bit more research on this, and according to PW Insider, at one point, the duo was slated to be billed as the Berserkers.
0: The Berserkers.
1: Berserkers.
0: Love that for them.
1: <laughs> I honestly don't understand who pulls this out of their every week to rename superstars but the berserkers is a low i'm glad they didn't go with that one yeah
0: the viking experience is better than the berserkers
1: but the war
0: raiders is better than
1: the viking experience the
0: viking experience yes
1: i don't understand what experience has to do with it they also changed their names which wwe has a tendency to change superstars names they used to be hansen and Rowe, now they're Evar and eric
0: they sound like a museum
1: they sound Viking. like Vikings. Yes, they sound like a Viking museum. <laughs> I'm just going to shake my head. I'm going to sip my wine. I'm going to shake my head. And I'm going to forget all about this because this is so tragic. Yes, yeah, so let's just pour
0: another glass and move on. So what were you most impressed with during the Superstar Shakeup for Raw?
1: I had a couple superstars that I thought were very interesting choices to be added on a Monday Night Raw. EC3 is one of them. He was in NXT for a period of time last year. Everyone was really excited to see him back in WWE. As a lot of people know, he was on NXT way back in the day. So it was really exciting to see him after he's been out on the indie circuit, coming back and making a name for himself in the company that we got to see him start off at on live television. You know, he had a great entrance and then he faced Braun Strowman and all hell broke loose. I definitely was really disappointed on how they did this match, just because it was his first night on Raw, and I felt like he deserved better. That should be like our tagline for our show. They deserve better. They didn't even really give him a chance.
0: No. They just sent him out. Braun Strowman came, destroyed him. They didn't really give him a moment to be like, hey,
1: I'm EC3. I'm back. Let's go. I feel like they very much buried him in this match, and it was very disappointing because If you go back and you watch NXT, you see how talented he is in the ring as well as on the mic. So, for him to get destroyed by Braun Strowman on his first night is BS, okay? If they wanted to leave him in catering, that's messed up. But if they want him to get destroyed by Braun Strowman, that's even more messed up. So, what else stuck out to you? Eric Young is now a singles competitor, which I definitely was not expecting. We've seen Sanity on... SmackDown a handful of times we saw them every week when when they were in NXT now they split up the tag team Eric Young is now a single superstar he was a single superstar when he was in another wrestling organization known as TNA and he did a great job there he was there for a lot of years and he won a lot of championships and that's how people knew him and when he decided to come to WWE it was a very shocking change but everyone knew that he would be capable because of the talents that he displayed in TNA Then he was put in this tag team with Sanity. Everyone still loved Sanity because they had such an interesting, mysterious demeanor, and they came in the ring, they kicked ass, and they left. Then they went on SmackDown, and you barely saw them. Now to have Eric Young be split off... Yeah, it's interesting, but you have to wonder, what are they going to do with the other two team members? Are they going to thrive? I've seen rumors of Killian Dane saying that he's leaving the company. I'm worried about this one. I hope that they book him well, but something deep down inside of me tells me that it's either going to be really good or really bad.
0: Speaking of tag teams, the Uso tag team...
1: Yes, the Uso penitentiary is now on Monday nights.
0: Yes, they are. So they came over, and I'm glad that I can't imagine what would have happened if they were split up. They would have been, they couldn't have been split up. For them to both come over to Raw gives them a whole new set of opportunities. They already proved themselves on SmackDown. They already won the tag team titles multiple times. Now it's time for them to come to Raw and prove to the Raw tag team roster who they really are. That's what I'm
1: talking about. I'm ready for the Usos to be on Raw. This was their time. Or change. I'm also excited to see Jimmy and Jay on Monday Night Raw. As Haley said, they've done a great job on SmackDown. The fans have really fallen in love with their character. And as a heel or as a face, they're very good in the ring. And I just love when they come out. They're so entertaining to watch. As well as this other tag team that is now officially on Raw, Ricochet and Aleister Black. They were brought up from NXT. They had a very busy WrestleMania weekend. They fought for three of the Tag Team Championships in WWE, including the NXT Tag Championships, SmackDown Tag Team Championship, and the Raw Tag Team Championship. I think this spot is well-deserved for them. I hope that they're continually used, as they should be. They're both extremely talented. I just hope that they fix the creek in Aleister Black's entrance. I, I don't like that. You know, I agree. It's like... <laughs> And everyone's just like, this did not happen at NXT. Who is doing his entrance? And I 100% agree. At WWE, please fix it. So three of the 16 superstars that switched over to Raw
0: are Zelina Vega, Naomi, and Lacey Evans. We love our women.
1: I'm really glad that Naomi is on Monday Night Raw now. For a while there, I was really confused about where she was going exactly. We saw her in tag team action. We haven't really seen her in singles action She was such a great character a year, a year and a half ago when she held that Women's Championship. I love seeing her as champion. Her aura in the ring is just amazing. And I felt like she wasn't being utilized on SmackDown properly, so I hope she's rebirthed on the Raw roster. With Lacey Evans... She is going to call everyone in that arena nasties, and then she's going to leave, or she might kick Becky Lynch's ass. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, so Lacey is
0: definitely after Becky Lynch right now, and since Becky Lynch holds both titles, she can go wherever she wants. Right. Lacey is definitely going to go for the Raw Women's Championship title, and we'll see where that takes her. She's been very adamant week after week coming out there. She punched Becky Lynch twice last week. Yes, she did. So... She is ready to get this title.
1: I feel like she could have been in the Cheetah Girls movie and she would have done a great strut while you mean it.
0: Mm-hmm, I agree. Because she just
1: struts to the ring like she means it. Finally, we have Zelina Vega as our last female superstar that was drafted to Monday Night Raw. I'm excited to see her with Andrade, but I'm more excited to see how she's booked as a single superstar. We've seen her in matches here and there, but we really haven't seen her as a single superstar on her own. I'm hoping that she's given that opportunity.
0: Yeah, she's great as Andrade's business associate week after week. She comes out, hypes him up, and she's great at that. But I want to see her step out of his shadow a little bit and start her own fights and really be her own superstar instead of just in Andrade's shadow.
1: The Miz was drafted to Monday Night Raw. According to some of the stuff I was reading earlier this week, the reason why they moved him back to Raw is because... WWE is not really happy with where his show with Maurice, Ms. and Mrs. is, you know, the ratings are. So they want to have that extra day to promote it, which I understand. They want their shows to do well. I'm just excited to see who he's going to face off against. If he's still going to remain a face, I really want him to be a hill because Ms. is a hill is like no other. The biggest acquisition that Raw got was AJ Styles. So Raw does want some. They do want some. Yeah, you know his theme song. They don't want none. But Raw wants some. AJ Styles is definitely one of the top superstars on Monday Night Raw. He solidified himself by being the third member of a tag match with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins earlier this week. Everyone was kind of wondering who was going to be that third partner. A lot of people thought it was going to be Dean Ambrose, who's technically still under contract with the WWE, but it was AJ Styles. Excited to see him at Raw. Excited for the matches that he'll be putting on. I'm very excited to see him versus Seth, but... That's just personal preference. Let's move on to SmackDown.
0: SmackDown got 14 new superstars, including Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, Elias, Bayley, Ember Moon, Kyrie Sane, Lars Sullivan, Buddy Murphy, Liv Morgan, Chad Gable, Apollo Cruz, Mickey James, Otis, and Tucker. I'm most excited to see Bayley and Liv Morgan. Break away from their established partners. Liv Morgan was in the Riot Squad and Bailey and Sasha were attached at the hip. So I'm happy to see them break apart from each other. I'm excited to see them as their own superstars fighting individually. You're, you're excited for
1: breakups? Oh. I mean, I'm excited too to see where they go in their singles action. Um, we haven't heard from Sasha Banks in a while. We'll get into that on our Word on the Street segment. Bailey got on SmackDown, she made it known. She is a singles competitor. She came out to booze and I was actually shocked. Bailey is marketed as a, in my opinion, a female John Cena. All the children love her. This would be the perfect time to turn her heel. We have never seen Bailey heel, so it would be interesting to see that change in her.
0: Especially um, since she was booed already. Yeah. Now's the
1: perfect time to do it. If I gonna wonder do it. if they're going to keep her blow-up entrance if she turns heel. Because I, I feel like that wouldn't go with it. I hope that they keep some blow-ups, but she look she like, stumps or them? something. What if she comes out and she's like, I can't deal with this. I'm just going to stump them all.
0: Mm options great tv if they turn her heel the options are endless right
1: we have Liv morgan as well she competed in nxt as a single superstar and then once she got on the main roster she started teaming with sarah logan and ruby riot and they've been an unstoppable force uh, until recently we've noticed that they've been booked a little bit haphazardly they've been in squash matches whatever whatever i'm glad that Liv is getting her moment and i hope that That WWE is able to give Sarah and Ruby that same type of singles run. Ruby and Sarah are still on Raw, so there is that possibility that they could still tag team together, but I don't think they will. Or they could
0: bring another person to replace Liv. Oh,
1: Liv would be pissed. She definitely would.
0: I'm worried for Sarah Logan right now. I feel like she can stand alone as a strong competitor, but she hasn't for a while. right? And she doesn't really... This is gonna sound bad, but she doesn't really stand out as much as Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. I actually
1: disagree. I think Sarah Logan stands out athletically. She is athletically, definitely yes. the strongest competitor in the Riot Squad, and she could throw those girls around. But
0: absolutely, character-wise,
1: yeah, yes, she's not where Ruby is, and she's not where Liv is. Yeah, so I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with her character. SmackDown also acquired. Kyrie sane from nxt we saw some rumors floating around online when Paige announced last week that she would be bringing in a new tag team to face off against the iconics everyone thought that the sky pirates from nxt would be the one she'd call up or they thought that she would bring back absolution with mandy rose and sony deville instead she brought up Kyrie sane and she got oscar and now they're a tag team i absolutely love it
0: yeah, Asuka deserves more, and Amen. I think this is her chance. With Kyrie. I think that together, they can dominate the women's tag team
1: division. I agree. I think Asuka definitely was looking for a storyline that would showcase her abilities um, ever since she lost the Women's Championship to Charlotte in what people are still confused about, um, and then booked on wrestlemania and a pre-show match i feel like the nick young meme right now with the question marks around me because it literally does not make any sense but i'm excited for their future um we also acquired two other females that i hope are booked properly ember moon and mickey james
0: so mickey james she's a legend she's been around forever and she's always proven herself in the ring Recently, she hasn't been utilized as well as she should be. She right. was with Alexa for a while. That that was okay, but now she's kind of lost. So I hope that her switching over brands, she can stand out again. Maybe she'll become another t- tag team or maybe she will team up with someone.
1: But we'll see. We'll see what their plan is for her. I've been watching Mickey James for, you know, as long as I've been watching wrestling. I've seen her in different promotions as well. It's time for her to attain another women's championship. Mickey James is able to get in that ring and work with the younger talent and make them look good. She can still hang you know, she can still hang, but she's considered one of the veterans on the roster. So, you know, in the next couple of years we probably will see her retire and she definitely deserves a women's championship before she retires.
0: I can see her getting in here and showing the roster, like the younger women what to do. I can see her teaming up Well, maybe not teaming up, but definitely coaching Liv Morgan as well as Ember Moon. I agree. Speaking of Ember Moon, she is now on the SmackDown roster and she has had quite the
1: year. She has. Um, Ember Moon was a part of the Raw roster. She is unable to participate in a qualifying match for Elimination Chamber, which was back in February. Because she was injured. She injured her elbow, required immediate surgery, and there was absolutely no timetable for her to come back. Ember came back at WrestleMania in, that's what, three months? Yeah, that proves her endurance. It does, but the way that they did not really acknowledge her in that match, like it just wasn't a big deal. A lot of people on Twitter were like, hello, Ember Moon is back. She wasn't supposed to be back already, and she's back in that ring at WrestleMania, dot, 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 on the pre-show. Now she's on SmackDown. I'm really excited for her. She interrupted Becky Lynch on SmackDown Live and let her know she's coming for a title. Becky, two titles. Everyone is coming
0: for Becky's titles She better this watch part. out. She, she better-, better sleep with one eye open, like she she's saying. She needs security. <laughs> she needs security, yes. <laughs> Another superstar that is now on SmackDown and also made an appearance on Raw the night before is Lars Sullivan. Every superstar that he encountered during these two nights He destroyed, starting with Rey Mysterio and
1: ending with our truth What a mess. It really was. Lars Sullivan is reminding me of a 2004 Randy Orton who was known as a legend killer. These guys that Lars Sullivan keeps attacking are older wrestlers. They're not like 20-year-olds or 30-year-olds. They're in their 40s. I'm calling AARP. That's elder (laughs) abuse.
0: His laugh
1: was scary enough
0: to scare off Carmella. She ran out of the ring. Do you blame her? I mean I would run the second I think. I don't know how anyone puts up with him for WrestleMania tickets. Ooh. A tag team that came to SmackDown on Tuesday was Heavy Machinery with Otis and Tucker. Hell yeah. So I love them because they do the worm and they are big boys doing the worm in the ring. But they're also heavy hitters. They're great competitors, and I can see them definitely going for the title
1: pretty soon. Absolutely. Apollo Crews and Chad Gable can call SmackDown live their home now. Chad Gable was a part of a tag team with Bobby Roode for a while. We kind of saw, you know, a little bit of disagreement there. They were winning matches, they were losing matches, and then Apollo Crews, he had his moments a couple times, but both of these men needed a fresh start, and I'm glad that they're coming to Smackdown Live to reinvent themselves they've both been a part of tag team factions for you know the last year or so so seeing them alone is going to be great I'm really excited to see Chad Gable go out as a single superstar because he can rock the ring Apollo Crews can rock the ring but I just love seeing Chad Gable in the ring don't at me but during that whole Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan storyline I would have loved to see him as Kurt Angle's son, because it would have been perfect. Mm -hmm.
0: Finn Balor also got drafted to SmackDown. Yes, he did. He is the Intercontinental
1: Champion. He's been wearing blue for like two weeks now, so I feel like he's kind of been like telling us on the low. But he hasn't really been like, I'm going to SmackDown. See you, losers. So I think that he will do really well here because he was also drafted
0: with roman reigns and i think sooner or later roman reigns will go for the
1: intercontinental champion oh honey no roman reigns is going for that big title he's going for the wwe championship i mean we'll see he's gonna go after kofi sooner or later oh definitely he will wwe had mentioned on their twitter accounts that Vince McMahon had acquired the biggest acquisition in SmackDown history, and everyone was wondering, who could it be? I took a poll on our Twitter at WWDCast, C-A-S-T, and asked you guys, who did you think it was going to be? A lot of people thought it was going to be Roman. We also had a couple people that thought it was going to be Brock, which I'm very thankful that it's not Brock Lesnar for obvious reasons. We would love a full-time champion on SmackDown Live. Then, Tuesday comes, and... Vince McMahon is on SmackDown, and he brings out Elias, who he said was his biggest acquisition, which I'm like— I would have been so disappointed. I mean, I love Elias, but I felt underwhelmed. Very. And then Roman Reigns came out, and everyone loses their s***. And I was like, okay, this is what we expected. I think the addition of Roman Reigns on the SmackDown roster is a great WWE business move since they will be moving to Fox in the near future. They needed that top guy. They lost AJ Styles, who, you know, I don't know who's going to watch his house that he built. I guess it's going to be Roman Reigns. But Roman Reigns... Came in with a purpose. He punched me to command. I'm pretty sure he's a heel now. He might not be. Seems like he's a heel. I'm excited for him to be a I heel. I am so excited. I'm also sad because this definitely means that the shield is no longer. Their last match is next week, right? <laughs> Their last match is on Sunday. Mm, sad.
0: <laughs> Can someone pass the tissues? And the wine. So I think that WWE did well in this shakeup.
1: They did. I would give them a solid A minus.
0: I would also give it an A minus. I love these shakeups because it opens up new opportunity for new feuds, new tag teams, new alliances, new everything. And that's a reoccurring theme with us being excited to see these wrestlers go off on their own. We need a fresh start after WrestleMania. I missed the draft.
1: I know you didn't watch when they used to draft people, but... Yeah, that's, um, that's
0: before my time. <laughs> yeah, they
1: used to have their matches, and whoever won the match, their respective brand would get someone. So if you have, you know, let's say you had AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns, and AJ was on SmackDown and Roman was on Raw. If AJ won, SmackDown would get to pick. I loved the thrill of that. This now is just, it's not as exciting to watch It's still an interesting time because you get to see superstars move brands and stuff, but the draft, 11-year-old me would get butterflies. I'm like, who's going? You see all their pictures kind of like rolling up, and then finally it stops on someone, you're like, who is it? And we just don't have that same excitement with the shakeup, but they did a good job with what they worked with, right?
0: I agree. This week on 205 Live, Cedric Alexander had his last match on 205 Live since he was drafted to raw so he fought Oni lorkin and he lost but after the match the general manager came out congratulated him thanked him for all that he's done for 205 Live, and wished him well which never happens
1: right it usually never happens you never see a general manager come out and thank a superstar for their accomplishments on their brand i wish we would see it but usually people either switch brands or they get fired
0: so I think that this is really a good sign for him as he switches over to Raw. I think that this is a good sending off moment and he'll do well in this new brand. He will. So this is also a big week for NXT. Another superstar who had their last match on this brand was Kyrie Sane. So as we mentioned before, she switched over to SmackDown to tag team with Asuka. So she had her last match on NXT against Shayna Baszler.
1: Unfortunately, Kyrie did not win. Shayna won via disqualification. Um, Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir were involved, as well as Yo Shirai. I'm sad to see Kyrie go. I feel like she was just getting started in this new Sky Pirates tag team on NXT, but. Very excited for her future, and I'm very excited for someone to take this damn title from Shayna Baszler. She's had it on her for a long time now, and I'd love to see someone come in and just take that title. And I'm not saying it should be Bianca Belair, but <laughs> I am. I love Bianca Belair, okay? Her and her ponytail, girl, get it. Get your ponytail and get your title, okay? Ooh. NXT champion Johnny Gargano made an appearance on NXT where he discussed his long run that he's had to get to the title as well as his takeover match with Adam Cole. He mentioned it was the toughest match of his career. Johnny Gargano has been in NXT. He's dominated for a while now. We've seen him in his feuds with Champo. We've seen him with his wife. For him to finally have this NXT championship it means so much to him. But at the end of the day, it means so much to the fans. He is such a supporter of the fans. He loves just the interaction with him. And I love it, too. I love seeing a champion that is thankful for his fan support. And then Adam Cole comes out.
0: Yes, Adam Cole does not agree with anything you just said. He came out there and said that Johnny Gargano got lucky and that Cole should have won because he won the first fall and that if it was not two out of three falls match, that Cole would have won.
1: He claims he's the uncrowned champion.
0: Yes, he does. The crowd responds, saying, "You tapped out." They kept chanting that they are on Gargano's side.
1: I am excited to see where Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era go. As far as being involved in the superstar shakeup, a lot of people were kind of pissed off that they weren't brought up. But I definitely think this is not their time. Their character development—it's there, but. We need to see one of these men break up and go on off on their own. And I'm going for Adam Cole. I'm on your
0: side for this.
1: Finally, we had a match that we were really looking forward to. The Velveteen Dream yes. defeated Buddy Murphy via pinfall to retain his North American championship. I really liked the roots of this match because it started on social media. And, you know, Velveteen Dream was talking a little crap and ended up in a match against Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy is now a member of SmackDown Live. So, you know, he's going to have to bring his A-game on that roster. And Velveteen Dream took it to him, honey. He did. Great match. Let's get into the word on the street. We have a lot going on this week. Let's kick it off with Sasha Banks. Where is she? I'm going to call Anderson Dairy and I'm going to ask them to put Sasha Banks on a milk carton because I have no idea where she is. As we know... We mentioned last week, Sasha Banks has kind of been MIA. She wasn't here for the superstar shakeup. She wasn't really mentioned other than Bailey saying that she's now a singles competitor. Um, according to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, even though we knew that Sasha and Bailey were told they were losing their titles, they were also told that they were breaking up as a team. And that's why Sasha has been so upset and distant according to the blogs i'm not saying that this is 100 percent confirmed because me and sasha don't text like that but that's I mean, it what makes sense it does make sense i i feel her pain her and bailey put all this time and effort and talent into forming this tag team they've been competitors before and they finally had something steady going and then it was broken up they found out the day before the show which is like astounding to me yeah but if i
0: found out that i was losing my title as well as my best friend on the same brand as me i would be devastated
1: i honestly hope that sasha doesn't leave i've seen rumors that you know that's why she's taking time off because she's trying to figure out if she wants to stay in the wwe it would be a huge loss to wwe if they lost the legit boss in sasha banks because she's just so talented so i hope that they're able to figure it out and work it out yes yes
0: Superstar formally announced that he was leaving WWE this week?
1: Yes, he did. WWE Superstar Luke Harper, who is in the Wyatt family, announced Tuesday he has formally requested his release from the company. He said, The past six years have been a simply amazing journey around the world and back with lifelong friends and family. I am proud of it all and proud to say I shared the ring with my coworkers. This decision, as difficult as it was, feels right for myself and WWE. It sounds like
0: he put a lot of thought into this, so it doesn't sound like he's going to regret his decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but we both wish him the best for whatever he chooses to do next.
1: I agree with you. Um, it's been interesting to see the amount of support that he's received from fans and his co-workers alike. Um They have nothing but positive things to say about him. I watched his last match on Worlds Collide earlier this week, and the fan interaction from the crowd that he had was just, it was so great to see. And I'm glad that that was his last match, that he was able to hear fans cheer for him. And I just wish him the best. I hope that he's able to find something that will truly show his talents and where he's able to grow. I agree. I hope that whatever he chooses to do next,
0: they will book him better and utilize his skills more. So, Something that happened this week, kind of in the WWE universe, kind of not in the WWE universe, has to do with Ronda Rousey. So as we know, she took a step back from WWE because she wants to go start a family. And boy, did she let us know that she's going to go start a family. She is on vacation with her husband right now. And she posted a picture on Instagram of the two of them kissing. And the caption was, hashtag impregnation vacation. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I don't like to spread my personal life around like that, but she could, she,
1: you do you, boo. We've talked about Ronda before. Ronda is currently out with a, um, she broke her wrist in a WrestleMania match. And we mentioned last week that Ronda is thinking about, she wants to go start a family. It's not a question anymore. She's yeah, going to go a start statement. a family. <laughs> I wish her the best. I wish her the best in her future endeavors. I hope she has fun, whatever she's doing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not my business. If she wants to go pop out a baby and come back, that's the McMahons and her business. That's not our business. I think the fans are glad that she's not an active part of the roster anymore. I haven't seen anyone complaining. So I'm just going to sip my wine because that is a statement right there.
0: (laughs) So my favorite moment in WWE this week was when Kevin Owens was talking to The New Day. And as we know, The New Day is missing their their tag team partner. They're missing Big E. They're missing their link. Their link, yes. But the gracious Kevin Owens stepped up and offered to be Big O. Oh, Montreal! Don't you dare be sour! Go! Gl- for your world-famous five-time champs, your new WWE champion, in the big O, and feel the power! He put on that crop top, and I died. That was so <laughs> funny. That crop top, he was moving his hips around. It's a look. It is a look. It is. And they were like, can you move your hips? That's the only way you can be in this. And he did. So that was my favorite moment. What was your
1: favorite moment? Oh, my favorite moment this week was, of course, from the incomparable Sami Zayn, who got on the mic and, of course, told the fans off again in his hometown of his Montreal, own people. Quebec. He doesn't care. He does not he care. Does not. He doesn't <laughs> I love Sami Zayn, and I love this path. I said this last week. He, he's just so entertaining, and I love watching him, and I love hearing him talk. I stan. I think it's funny that the segment was called A Moment of Bliss, and then
0: Sami Zayn just came out there and just roasted everyone from Montreal. It's his time. Not blissful at all, I would say. So this week on our Twitter, at WWDCast, that is WWDCAST, we
1: asked our followers a question. We asked if you could put four wrestlers on a WWE version of Mount Rushmore who would they be and why? We'll share our four wrestlers first, and then we'll go to the responses that we got and share them. So why don't you start us off, Lo? The four wrestlers that I chose to be on my Mount Rushmore are Triple H, China, Tristratus, and John Cena.
0: Okay, interesting um, choices.
1: Thank you. I chose John Cena because we've seen his progression over the years. He started out on SmackDown as this rapper and then he grew and we watched it in front of our eyes um john cena has held the world heavyweight championship three times he's a 13 time wwe champion and now he's progressing into hollywood and john cena is just a household name you think of wwe you think of john cena you think of a couple other superstars but mainly you think of john and he you know his merchandise sales he recently was um, topped in that by Roman Reigns but for the longest time John Cena had the top merchandise sales in WWE so his numbers speak his championship reigns speak his relationship with Make-A-Wish Foundation where he's granted over 300 wishes for children this just speaks to me I feel like that He has really contributed to WWE, not only athletically, but as a human being as well, giving himself to these children that are sick and spending his time with them. I just... Great man. I don't know him personally, of course, but... He he seems like a great man. He does seem like a great man. My second choice would be Triple H. Um, I chose Triple H because he's been very active recently as the executive vice president of talent and he watches over nxt nxt is his baby and he's really been helping the superstars there to grow as performers and it's been amazing to see how nxt has evolved over the years In his own wrestling career, he's been a nine-time WWF, WWE champion. He's a five-time WWF, WWE Intercontinental champion. He's won the Royal Rumble. He's been tag champ. He does it all. Even recently at WrestleMania, we saw him get back in that ring. I would have him up there because of his influence on the WWE's history as well as, you know, up-and-coming talent. My third choice would be Miss Stratus Faction, Trish Stratus. I chose Patricia on here because she is a WWE Hall of Famer as well as a seven-time WWE Women's Champion. Her reign of holding WWE Women's Championships are in the record books. Everyone knows Trish Stratus and Lita really redefined the women's division in the early to mid-2000s. They put on long matches. They did what the guys were doing and they made it look good. She's been able to come back in the ring. She's had a couple cameos here and there, but just her whole reign and how she started is very similar to John Cena in the way that they started out as these rookies and you just watch them grow. You watch them become champion. You watch them in these storylines that you become so invested in. That's why I would choose her and my final choice of China. China is a legend and I will say it until I go hoarse until I lose my voice. That woman needs to be inducted into the Hall of Fame by herself, not with Degeneration X, not with any other man by herself. And WWE needs to rename that Women's Battle Royal to the China Battle Royal, just like Xbox said in his WWE Hall of Fame speech. This woman did what the men did and made it look 100 times better. If it wasn't for China really showing her skills and being in that ring for the men's Royal Rumble as well as holding the WWF Intercontinental Championship two times, I definitely do not think that women such as Beth Phoenix or Nia Jax would have been in the men's Royal Rumble in the modern times. I know a lot of people tend to focus on stuff that she did when it comes to adult entertainment. But this woman made such an impact on women's history in WWE that I feel like that can be overlooked. And look at what she's done for women now. I'm just going to drop my mic. So I have not
0: been watching WWE for as long as Low. So my four choices for Mount Rushmore are newer superstars which is
1: fine I really like that we're bringing people superstars that maybe they watched when they were children and now that they're watching now it gives them some variety
0: yes exactly so my four choices are Charlotte Flair Kofi Kingston Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch so I chose Charlotte Flair first because she is such a strong competitor I saw this tweet the other day where they said that she Is bigger than her father ever has been. And I agree with that. She isn't known as Ric Flair's daughter. She's known as Charlotte Flair. For her to be able to take a step away from him like that and make her own name, that's truly impressive. That's why she gets my first spot on Mount Rushmore. My second one is Kofi Kingston. Because Kofi, he's amazing. He has proven himself so much throughout these past couple weeks. So for the past 11 years, He hasn't really gotten a chance at a title, but when he did, he took advantage of it. After 11 years, Kofi didn't lose hope that he was going to get a shot at the championship. He is the first African WWE champion, which just shows how much dedication he has to WWE. He's an amazing competitor, an amazing teammate, and no matter what character he has, whether it's Jamaican or throwing bootios at everyone, he, he does it better than anyone else. <laughs> My third choice is Roman Reigns because when he revealed that he had leukemia again, he said that he would be back. He didn't lose hope. And that really says so much for every single person with an illness that they can look up to him be like, wow, if Roman Reigns can do this, I can do this. And he came back so strong. He came back and won his match and didn't step down. He he was so passionate against Drew McIntyre, another great competitor, but his determination was unmatched. Also, I've noticed that whenever I tell people that I'm into WWE and, I'm, and they're like, oh, I used to watch it. I always ask, who's your favorite wrestler? And Roman Reigns is usually the person that they say. Really? Yes. I would say nine out of 10 times, they're going to say, my favorite wrestler is Roman Reigns. Oh. I know. I think it's sweet. So my fourth choice for Mount Rushmore is Becky Lynch, because I've only been watching for about two years, but the changes that Becky Lynch has made from two years ago to today is astronomical. She was nowhere near where she is today when I first started watching, and that's impressive to me. She came out strong for women. She now holds two titles. She's the first woman to hold these two titles. And I think that young girls and other aspiring wrestlers can really look up to her and be like, wow, she's amazing. So that's why I chose the people that I did for my Mount Rushmore. But like we said, we asked our Twitter followers what they thought would be in their Mount Rushmore. So Lo,
1: tell us what they said. We had a lot of people respond and I was very thankful and I saw a lot of overlap in some of them but I wanted to share a handful of them that we got let's start off with this one from ca sports fan underscore one zero one he said there would have to be one for women and one for men for the men's it would be Hogan Andre the Giant The Rock and John Cena and for women he would say China Trish Lita and Charlotte interesting Jen username creative underscore curls all she gave us was a ladies version and you know what i'm not hating on it they deserve okay respect that yes ladies version may young china trish or lita and becky and then she would also like oscar charlotte and beth phoenix so you might need two mountains so we need to get the building
0: let's do it i like all those choices i feel like they are all strong
1: competitors love that the last yate man he wants the undertaker four times okay curious with of judd said that he would want bruno San martino hulk hogan stone cold steve austin and john cena on his brie aggressive gave us four she gave us some explanations which i like um she said the rock because no one has ever made a bigger impact in wrestling and in hollywood like he has john cena because he can do it all he's a real life superman Roman Reigns, because no one in the company gets better reactions than him, good or bad. And finally, Charlotte Flair, because she's already bigger than her father ever was, like you said. yes. We also had Kyle Dean, who said that he would want Ric Flair, Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Cena, and Brock Lesnar. He said it's a bit controversial, perhaps. Yeah, I would say it is, but teach each their own. Yes. DTF Mania said that she would choose, for hers, um, Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Mick Foley. And then we had that. So Colby. Um, She said that she would choose HBK, Shawn Michaels, John Cena, The Undertaker, and Roman Reigns. And she also said don't add her, so don't add that girl, okay? <laughs> the one that I really liked was from Make It Loud, Kate. I love her. I love following her. So I had asked her this morning her thoughts on this question, and she told me to give her a little bit of time, and I said, no problem. I want people to think about their choices before they give them to me, right? So she said, hmm. So Mount Rushmore chose the presidents to represent the birth, growth, development, and preservation of the U.S. Applying a similar idea to WWE, she chose Bruno San Martino, The Rock, China, and Charlotte.
0: Wow, I love that. I'll give her an A+. She definitely put thought into that. I love that.
1: I asked my cousin who has been watching wrestling for a very long time, DeAndre, what his four would be. And he said it would be Bruno Sammartino, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, and Stone Cold Steve Austin because those four names transcended the wrestling business.
0: I agree with him.
1: So we saw a lot of repeat names. Right. A lot of Hulk Hogan. We saw some Vince McMahon, Mark Henry, Oscar. We saw a wide yeah, variety of, John of names, Cena, right? The
0: Rock. Well, thank you everyone for participating in our question, and we'll have a different question every Thursday. So, yes. follow our Twitter. Keep an eye out. I'll also post it on our Instagram story at WWDCast. WWDCAST. So be sure to follow us so you don't miss out on that.
1: You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever else you listen to your podcast To Subscribe to us, review us. We want to know what you think. We'll be dropping new episodes every Saturday. Until next time, enjoy your wine, and of course, enjoy your wrestling. Cheers! <laughs>